Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you are. Um, currently, it's about, what time is it? Quarter past five, and we're in Sheffield as per usual. I'm Elf One. I'm joined today by... Elf Two. Who's just drinking some water. I'm also joined today by... Al Dor. And Al... <laughs> Sound like a job interview, Al. Talking to a computer job a interview. Uh, like, yeah, the male Alexa. Okay. <laughs> Al short for Alexa, apparently. <laughs> so, we are in a place called Sydney and Matilda today, which is on the corner of Sydney and Matilda Street in the centre of Sheffield. And we're here with Al, who is the owner? Yeah. Are you? Proprietor, yeah, the, yeah, I guess. The yeah. man? The, the man. Whatever you are. The person that and um, works... <laughs> you don't just work it, it's here. your it does place. things here, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, so give us a little down there now on what your venue is, what it's okay. going to be and what your plans are. Okay, so it's a former paper factory that's yeah. about 110 years old or something. Okay. It's had various lives, I think, over the last century. Okay, including... And a recording studio. A recording uh, studio yeah. at one point. Um, it was a garage, I think it was a joinery. Um, there was a weed farm. A weed farm? <laughs> oh, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> allegedly. But, um, allegedly. Which was actually, um, we used it as like uh, uh, inspiration for an exhibition. Well, not inspiration, but we had an exhibition about drugs. Okay. And outsider art. So we sort of referenced the fact that people had cultivated drugs. In, in the industrial buildings, it, it happens apparently. Okay. And it did happen in this one. But, um, but yeah, no, the... Um, now the idea is that the the building is used as a gallery and it's used as a space for people to sort of socialise like, okay. and have events like a venue. But there's um, a basement which is almost finished, which has been developed um, to house a, a kind of like an arts club, I guess, which okay. is somewhere between a working man's club and a private members club. A working man's club with art. A working man, yeah, it doesn't sound like it makes <laughs> sense, but, you know, artists work, creative people work, um, and that's kind of, it's not just for creative people, but the through line is kind of art and culture, so music okay. and visual art. And how long have you been here now, up and running? Um, up and running, not consistently um, for, uh, I mean, I've been here for a year, so that was the most crazy way to answer a question, like an inverted <laughs> um, retrospective answer. A year. Um, I've been here trying to get planning because it was it had no use the building, so just trying to get planning to be able to do anything legally here. Um. I almost <laughs> wanted to say something about Sheffield Council there, but I'll not carry no, on. It's been um, supportive actually, um, but uh, and obviously for the bar element you need a license. Yeah. So um, you know I'm a licensee now. I, I did that exam in the last year just to get exam. I say exam. It's a Exercise, okay, um, but um, but yeah, so that that's finally gone through in the last month or so, um, so it's just a case of getting the work done to be able to open and um, for the whole thing because because it sits on both streets, I guess Sydney Street, this that area that where we are now, this has always been um, pretty much from the start been able to use to a point for exhibitions, um, mm. and the Matilda Street is where we're creating a new entrance from Matilda Street into the straight into the basement so, oh. so, it'll, so it'll open up access um, and, and sort of unify the, the space better okay so for anybody who doesn't know where Sydney and Matilda Street are if you know where J Wing is it's basically directly opposite across Sydney Street uh, from J Wing and just a little bit up from Treehouse 
tree. I always get this I wrong. Get, yeah, but they're quite. The I mean, they're quite new-ish, probably. Like for most people, um, Gatecrasher is very close. Or what, what used to be what Gatecrasher, used to be Gatecrasher, yeah, yeah. Um, which is like student Gatecrasher. <laughs> oh yeah, the, student, yeah, okay. Student and then you've got a new pub um, on the street, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Industrial Tap is up and just down the road, and then oh. they're. Oh, um, They've got like 21 taps, loads of different beer, and they've only been open about a week, I think. But right. okay. It's pretty good, actually. We'll have a look at that afterwards. We'll yeah, see if they yeah. want an interview as well. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, what, what's your background then, Al? So, obviously, you've come to Sheffield. I don't yeah. know if anybody can tell, but you're not yeah, uh, local. Yeah. No, I'm not local, but um, sort of from, originally from Hull, but then my family moved to Burnley when I was okay. younger. Um, so, like East Lancashire. Um, which is like a mini version of Sheffield, like post-industrial, <laughs> yeah. um, obviously there is still industry in Sheffield, but um, aesthetically very similar, lots of warehouses, um, but nowhere near as many sort of opportunities. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I moved from Burnley to London about 12 years ago or something, so I was in London for about 10 years doing sort of, because um, my background's art, so I'm a painter, I'm an artist, and um, around doing that and doing exhibitions, I would take on projects like this okay so taking old buildings and then turn them into like exhibition spaces event spaces mm-hmm. doing events festivals things like that so tube stations roundabouts very random things but very sort of Didn't interesting you sort of fall things. into that by accident yeah 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 <laughs> no it's not something that i sort of woke up one day and go roundabout uh no it's uh, what did you do on a roundabout it was it just in old street which is in shoreditch um it's like uh they were, they're just like a roundabout with loads of trees around it. And okay. I was always intrigued by it and thought... Intrigued? In, like what you've done in, there? In, yeah. Intrigued yeah. in the trees. It, it was a relief when I found the... Well, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, the, there was literally people sleeping on it. Okay. Because uh, it was a good hideaway yeah. in the city. But then um, it was owned by like TFL, who obviously mm. transport for London. Yeah. And they'd never used it for anything, apart from a shoot with the Beatles, apparently. Oh. So there's all this like weird like sort of structures, chimneys from, uh, you know, kind of uh, all the air coming out of the tube, all okay. the air, and then just this sort of concrete surface. And I was like, well, can I rent that for something? And <laughs> said, uh, <laughs> probably not, but then had to go through all mm. the red tape and stuff. And that's kind of why this isn't as kind of, you know, kind of um, intimidating as it might be if I hadn't done things like that. Okay. So basically we are in what is essentially two... Well, one big sort of warehouse, and then downstairs there's a basement that runs sort of yeah, and then there's L-shaped more, opposite. Yeah, and then more it. space on the corner, like I've got a studio there, and then an office, and that's all going to be sort of converted. So what are your, your plans once you've got all your building done? Have you got any sort of um, yeah, ongoing exhibitions? Uh, yeah, so I mean, we've had uh, about six exhibitions in the last year. Um, anything from like group shows, which is you know, a group of artists, basically, um, which have been selected or curated, chosen um, as part of exhibitions, and they've been successful, and we, uh, you know, we sell work as well, so sell the work of mainly, like, regional artists, and then try and exhibit them with artists, perhaps, who are um, a bit further down the line, so they could be international or national artists. Something that I did want to mention, which you put out on Facebook about two, three months ago, was about how much support you'd got from the people of Sheffield. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm including myself in this, but yeah. that's by the by. Sorry, I should um, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just wondering, so you came from London, which I think you said yeah. something like it wasn't the... It was great, but it wasn't quite 
what you've had in this city? Yeah, I think um, obviously London is very f- fast paced and it's a, it's a different beast yeah. to, to, to most, to anywhere in the UK, in most countries. But I think there are opportunities there, but they're very few and far between. And um, in terms of a kind of sense of community, even people who live there, you, you know, would say it's quite um, hard to sort of cultivate. Um, you know, lasting relationships with people, yeah. uh, particularly supporters of projects, because it's so transient. People coming and going. Um, even people that live there tend to move a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I moved about twelve times in ten years at Crikey. least, because um, you know, renting in different parts of the city and being driven out um, because it was uh, expensive. Mm. You know, and the rents kept increasing. So, do you want to name drop anyone in Sheffield that's helped you with your project? <laughs> Elf one. <laughs> <laughs> I've not done much. There you go. Anyone else? Um, yeah, no, the... the um, is there, a, mean, is there is an the, artist community yeah, in Sheffield? Which definitely. I am completely unaware of. Yeah, so tell me are. about what's I mean, going on. communities for every industry that's operating in Sheffield, you would think, because there seems to be a really strong independent ethos and kind of culture in the city for venues, for pubs, for... You know, the music scene um, is really progressive and there's a good underground music scene with all sorts of things going off that are completely disconnected to, you know, everything else in a way, um, which is really interesting. I think one of the things that I find about Sheffield, especially doing, through doing the Twitter that I do do, is people complain constantly about the lack of promotion for events and activities and stuff. I'm one of them. What, that you complain constantly about it? Yeah. And what, what's the answer? <laughs> Don't know. Not um, found it yet. Okay. Promotion for what do you mean? No, there's, just, there's, there's a lot going on in Sheffield, yeah. and people seem to not really tune in and sign up to things in the way that they might I be. I tend in to see things in London, go, oh, Manchester. That, that sounds quite and good, and then it's already been on. Yeah, I agree. Is yeah. that more about you, or do you think the city needs to do more? I'm definitely involved in uh, the reasons behind that, but I do think the city <laughs> needs to do more as well. I think. Because I've been trying to push things like the Chef Events hashtag and trying to get people to use that. Um, just trying to generally sort of alert people to stuff that's going on. The thing on. is, though, who, who, people probably do, yeah. um, but I don't. But who does, like, follow hashtags for Chef Events or things like that? To, I don't know. To find out about Th- events. This is what I'm trying to encourage. Right. Because it's just a one-stop shop then. If you've got everyone using the same hashtag, then that's where you go if you're promoting something. That's where yeah. you go if you're trying to find something. But are there people who still aren't on every platform of social yeah, media. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the problems. There are too many platforms yeah. in the world to promote mm. your events through. Yeah. I mean, if you've got an event on here, imagine there's 12 different artist-specific websites that you could put it on, oh, Sheffield-specific yeah. websites you could I mean, put it this on. Is th- I mean, this is the thing. With an exhibition, um, usually, or an event, I guess, you put a press release out and then you try and release that to relevant media, so arts yeah. media, of which there's obviously hardly any in Sheffield, but mm-hmm. regionally there's probably more. Okay. And then nor- up in the north, in the Midlands, there's more. Um, and then you've got to think within how far will people travel to see a show. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then it's online, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Flickr sometimes, if people still use that for photos and things. Yeah, I've got um, no idea. I don't Google, know what even like Google, there's so many platforms as like a, an organizer or an independent business, like Google My Business. Yeah. There's posts on that now. So it's like, it's when was last time? There's it? so like, many there's things though to keep up yeah. to date with, yeah. where, you know, I think Instagram's quite good because you can just send it to Facebook um, and Twitter at the mm. same time, but then it doesn't really translate to Twitter very well because. 
it's a visual thing yeah. it's yeah yeah i think that certain things do require different sort of adver- advertising and marketing don't they i yeah. mean i know when we talked to carl about um in one of the just, previous just let me say carl oh yeah carl yeah. network curry ne- episode network chili. six network yeah. chili so he, he was he was saying he didn't really use Twitter that much because he, he his, the stuff he did was more visual, so yeah. he preferred to use Instagram. Instagram, yeah, that makes um, sense. So I, I get that, yeah, different things for different reasons. But, but that's the thing. I think with because there's lots of different things happening in this space moving forward, like there might be music, there might be an art show, there might be something specific to the members or something. There yeah. are different audiences to speak to. Um, so it is, think, it's tricky I, I don't know like different groups of people like tend to you know they, you hear from word of mouth by people in the yeah. same sort of industry I guess don't you and yeah. stuff. so I'm sure you obviously hear about all the art type things that are going yeah. on around Sheffield but you know we wouldn't unless no. we were actively looking for that kind of yeah. thing it's difficult to know I think certain people just expect things to come and slap them in the face and mm. it's not always that easy I think I you have think, to go yeah, out definitely. And, like you yeah are you even on song kick for gigs. What's song kick? Oh, on set, I joined set list last night. I didn't even know what it was, but Never I was trying to it. find out about a gig. The first gig I went to was Radiohead in 1996. Oh, you're trying to find the And I was trying to find this. I wasn't even trying to find the set list. I was mm. just trying to find out something about the gig. Um, the year, because I didn't know when it was. Mm. Um, and, it, and I found out, and then it subscribed me to this set list thing. So now I'm getting like set lists of Radiohead, which... Um, I love Radio, but I'm not that bothered mm. what they were playing in like, <laughs> Texas last week or something. Yeah, but they um, play the same thing they were playing the, the night before as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. well, yeah. Um, Still going. <laughs> but it is, yeah, I mean, there are so many <laughs> platforms and that you just tick a box and they get your information. And yeah. It's like, okay. for, for gigs, though, I just need to mention song kicks. So basically, you put in the locations you like to know music gigs showing up at and you put in the bands you like and then it gives you alerts every time they announce a gig in that area. So... That's pretty good, but that's quite mainstream. Well, I don't know. You, anyone can put their stuff on. Anybody in the really? world can put their gigs oh, yeah. on. Yeah, you, oh, it's not okay. really verified in any way. You just oh, put a right, photo okay. on, just put oh, your name on. I'm playing... I was going to say dog shit sandwiches then, but I've never sworn on the <laughs> podcast before, so never mind. Well, you have now. Yeah, never mind. I've had worse. <laughs> we'll, have to put, we'll have to tick the mature box when we upload this one. <laughs> I don't think anyone listens to it anyway. <laughs> Through the powers of technology, there's just a little gap there in the middle where um, Elf 2 went for a little look around Sydney and Matilda with Al to see what else was going on. So he's been downstairs into the cellar to look at there and what's going on down there. And I believe you have plans for live music? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, any particular live music? <laughs> you need to give us a bit more um, than that, Al. <laughs> I'm open to all sorts, really. Um, you know, within reason, most genres. Okay. Um, and kind of reaching out to local bands, promoters. Maybe, you know, it'd be really cool to... Um, I've met a few people recently who've never done events or gigs and sort of giving them opportunities. Um, so within reason, trying to give them a platform. Because that's what the gallery does, so okay. it makes sense for the, the What's your capacity going to be downstairs? Um, I think it's probably between 100 and 200, over okay. the whole venue. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, to be confirmed downstairs officially. But um, I guess it's like, it, it's an intimate space for gigs. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not the smallest in terms of comparisons with places in Sheffield. So yeah, we were just discussing in, um, in the break that you couldn't even tell because it was seamless, um, that there was um, sort of a comparison to the downstairs in Cafe Totem, if anyone's been down there. It's quite dark and um, got a couple of 
pillars in the edge and just sort of um, <laughs> no pillars s- down there snug nothing snug that's oh, what actually, it is cosy I don't know what you'd describe it as it's good for gigs anyway so, it, it, so if anybody it, is interested it's sort of um, I'm going I lived in Berlin for a little bit and it's sort of inspired partly by Berlin and maybe some like sort of speakeasy mm. um, kind of vibe and, and a clubhouse cause it's going to be a members club okay um, Probably weekly there'll be one event, one day or one evening that's open to anyone. Um, okay. If if it's like a ticketed event, but there'll be rules to the club as well, like no mobile phones. Ooh. So you can't Ooh. can't record podcasts. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if anybody's not noticed, this is not the usual recording device that we use. We're currently trying this on a phone. So if you listen to um, podcast number seven, you'll be thinking, oh, quality has gone down on this. And that's because we're on a phone as opposed to a bespoke recording studio. But I didn't want to highlight that. <laughs> that wasn't really the norm, though, last week, was it? Well, it's, we've done twice out of eight, so that's a quarter of our podcasts well. have been done professionally. Um, so, you know. Um, so, if anybody does want to get in touch with Al, where can they contact you? If, uh, um, through uh, Sydney Matilda on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, message through there, or uh, info at Sydney, S-I-D-N-E-Y, not the Australian Sydney, Sydney. which a lot of people write. Do you reckon well, you need to buy many. the other domain so you can find out emails that have gone missing to a, a no man's life? <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. And what, yeah. what, about, uh, what about in real life? You know, in real life? Come, uh, when, when, pe- can, when can people come down? People can come down. Um, I mean, people do come down every day and sort of knock on the door um, all hours anyway, so you're welcome to join those people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial uh, turn up on knock on the door yeah, technique but in turn uh, once the work's finished which is uh, mid uh, November um, we'll be open um, our licenses um, almost like most pubs really mm. so we can open until one on Thursdays two Fridays and Saturdays um, but it will be this you know it's like a sort of arts club creative workers club um, so there'll be a small subscription for the year you'll be able to bring guests each time you come in but it will be private and then once a week there'll be ticketed events um, so and, and membership will be you know you'll get discount on artworks discount if you wanted to hire the space for an event if you wanted to put a gig on um, for artists there's a members show annually as well there's monthly members socials and like I say there'll be club rules like no phones so gigs these days everyone's like selfie in and mm. pissing Can't around see the... of watching bands always done another swear so it's alright sorry weeing <laughs> 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 around <laughs> um, so yeah basically if you've never been down um, drop Al a line and probably let you in and show you around because it sounds like you've got something planned that I don't think Sheffield really has I suppose no that which um, you know is exciting but also it might freak people out and Obviously, we don't want to do that. So it is going to be super accessible. Like that's the mm. the plan. Okay, so don't be scared if you don't like art or you're confused by it. Come down and ask someone, and I'm sure they can explain it to you. I'm really confused by most things. Um, what else? Oh, you got another activity coming up at yes, Christmas. You've at got Christmas. A, so yes. yeah, we're, we're doing like an installation which is going to fill the venue, which is. Um, there's a working title the house of krampus so it's gonna be like a sort of weird christmas takeover of the space with like an ice bar in the basement um so really that's if people want to do sort of like christmas parties and there'll be activities throughout the night and uh food as well um, okay from like a sort of uh, a local kind of chef kind of street food 
guy. Do you have people in mind, or do you need people um, to contact you I've, about that I've as well? I've got someone who is <laughs> going to do something who's, who uh, calls Chef the Party, okay. who uh, normally does parties and kind of sets up like a... Like a, like a DJ would, but with food. Okay. Um, mixing. Plates. Okay. Yeah, this is Spinning it. Spinning things Spinning into your plates, face. Mixing uh, herbs. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, like a, that sounds like a whole different venue. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> in a past life, chef to party residency. Um, so, I think, um, unless you've got anything to add, Al, I think that oh. covers what we um, planned to talk yeah. about today. Elf 2, got anything to add? No, I'll just, you mentioned during the little tour downstairs, you were talking about whiskey and sake as well, uh, yes. so Yeah, yeah. being a, a feature of your basement. Yes, exactly, so yeah, the basement, there's going to be a, a whiskey and sake counter, which is like a bar, but it's a, a counter, <laughs> it's a counter <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, I tried sake a few years ago, I've not been to um, uh, Japan, um, but I I tried it in London, and um, it's an acquired taste, but it's mm. it's it's a really interesting um, sort of uh, drink, and I think it's something that you know it's a bit of a point of difference. And again, like Japanese whiskey, someone gave it to me from a trip, and um, since then, um, you know, I kind of grown to like that. And I think um, it's just something else to add to the sort of clubhouse environment, and yeah. it's. Uh, it's a, it'll just literally be whiskey and sake in the basement and then upstairs we've got craft beer and all the usual stuff mm. once you've had Japanese you don't go back is that what it sounds like um, it is very nice it, it is very um, nice but I know nothing about whiskey uh, it's, an, well, it's probably beyond an emerging market I think for whiskey there seems to be a lot of different uh, boom, boomed a few yeah. years ago I think didn't it yeah. still riding that out yeah okay and if you don't like whiskey though Oh, I don't do like, like whiskey. whiskey. You know, got drink sake drink, instead. Yeah, or cider. Or, or got cider. You have to buy yeah. things up here and take them downstairs, or is that going to be against the rules? Um, no, no. I mean, that'd be allowed. Yeah, of course it will. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, not everyone drinks alcohol. We've got non-alcoholic um, alternatives and um, non-alcoholic. I think I saw non-alcoholic whiskey. The other day. I don't know how that works. Ooh. But no, no well, don't smell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it. Try it once. Most things. Right, okay. Well, um, if that's your final word, then um, that concludes the draw for this evening. And um, that was episode eight of the Elk Sheffield Help podcast. And if you want to be on a future podcast, give us a shout, because we're just obviously making this up as we go along. And if you want us to interview you, or you think there's someone we should interview, or a venue we should visit, or just basically things you'd like to know about that we can get out and take our iPhone with us equipment <laughs> and um, give us a shout at the that there Twitter um, thank you very much over and out from Elf One bye bye <laughs> goodbye <laughs>